I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome in. I hope all of you are having fantastic Tuesdays, wherever you may be, across this great country or around this great land. We are rolling. Got a lot to dive into with you today. Uh, Joe Biden, we didn't talk about this yesterday, but has some interesting opinions about Hunter Biden. The Hispanic white supremacist story grows as the left-wing media cannot get enough of it. Um, we got a border mess. Tucker Carlson, well, he has real strong opinions about pronouns in the bio. And a lot of you may not have seen this story, but I think it's emblematic of everything that we get wrong in the media on a somewhat regular basis. A former punter for the Buffalo Bills was kicked out of the NFL because of a rape allegation. That rape allegation has now been 100% refuted. It did not happen. He is 100% innocent. And many of the media outlets that were quick to cover the allegation are saying nothing at all about the fact that the allegation has gone up in smoke and this guy is innocent. Going to talk about that story and what it reflects about the modern media environment. But we begin with Joe Biden as a part of his rare interview. Uh, he sat down with Stephanie Rule of MSNBC. And this jumped out at me over the weekend. We played you a couple of these cuts on Monday, but we didn't hit this one. Uh, so Biden there is said, personal that- I, I believe we have it queued up here. Let's listen to cut 12 as Biden is asked directly about Hunter Biden and whether or not Hunter has behaved in any way in an inappropriate or illegal manner. Listen. Personal that's affecting you. Your son, while there's no ties to you, could be charged by your Department of Justice. How will that impact your presidency? First of all, my son's done nothing wrong. I trust him. I have faith in him. And it impacts my presidency by making me feel proud of him. Okay, Buck. When Joe Biden says he's done nothing wrong, uh, that is... I mean, look, I understand. I've got three boys. 
And I understand that you're probably worried about your son's mental health, and certainly he's made all sorts of drug-induced poor decisions. But I want to kind of play this out a little bit. But starting there, the idea, you knew at some point this question was coming. What strikes you about this response in particular, Buck? Well, Joe Biden saying that my son's done nothing wrong. I yeah. mean, first of all, obviously he's done a lot wrong. So yes. that's not that's not particularly effective um, PR. The word that he should have used is illegal. Yes. And even that's not true. But at least you could understand a dad is going to claim that there's a presumption of innocence. And until it's proven in a court of law, he will admit nothing when it comes to the illegality of his son's dealings. You know, Clay, I, I was just uh, speaking to our friend uh, Sean Ryan on, on his podcast recently, uh, which will be out in a couple of weeks, about uh, Epstein. And yep. one of the things about the whole Epstein reality, which is still there are so many questions and there is so much that stinks to high heaven about it. It's really not that hard to trace money. It's really not that difficult. No one's, you know. Epstein wasn't traveling all around the world with trucks filled with gold bars, right? How did this guy get hundreds of millions of dollars? People didn't really want to look too much into this, is my my thesis on it. Hunter Biden reminds me of this. Where did the money really go? Millions of dollars coming into accounts from China, a million dollars from Burisma. We know he didn't pay taxes on it, but they could do forensic accounting and figure out what was, I mean, is 10% for the big guy a joke, Clay? I mean, I, I really like to focus in. People are talking about lying on the gun form. Yeah, you're not supposed to do that. Sometimes people get prosecuted for it. That can be a little bit difficult because was he a controlled substance user in the moment he did it? You know, fine. The big issue here is Biden family corruption. And I still think that for all the talk of they're looking into this, they're looking into this, if they tie it off at Hunter Biden to protect Joe the fix is still in. That's what I see right now. And, and they did, because the premise of her question, if you listen to it, was we know you've done nothing right. wrong. And then, you know, the reason I think his, uh, the reason he used the phrase did nothing wrong was because that was the premise of the question. The premise of the question probably should have been, do you believe your son has done anything illegal? And by the way, the answer is 100% Hunter Biden has behaved in an illegal fashion. He didn't pay his taxes. And that's not disputed at all. He owes millions of dollars in back taxes. That is illegal behavior by Hunter Biden not to have paid the full extent of his taxes. But here is where I think this might go, Buck, and see whether you would buy in here. I don't know who would order the code red. So that is certainly a question that could be asked. But in the wake of the Washington Post coming out and saying, Joe Biden's approval rating is 36%. We know that the Washington Post is effectively a propaganda arm of the Democrat Party. So the fact that they would allow that poll to be published, that they would have a 36% approval, and worse than that for Biden, I think, which, by the way, that's pretty bad because it's the worst approval in a Washington Post poll for any sitting president at this period of their first term, going all the way back to Harry Truman when they started doing this. No one has ever been worse than Biden is right now. So it's not your imagination. Biden is, for many people, a historically awful president. But the fact that over 60% of voters say that he isn't mentally or physically able to do the job and that the overall distrust of Joe Biden, because that was one of his sales pitches, was Trump is untrustworthy, I am trustworthy, is all starting to rain down. If, and I stress if, if there are charges brought against Hunter, 
Is there a pathway, Buck? I'm just asking, like for uh, feedback out there from you guys as well, 800-282-2882, where Joe Biden is says, I'm going to pardon my son from all of these federal charges. That would make it nearly impossible for him to win election. Now, he could win re-election, and then in December, after he's already won, he could pardon Hunter. But he's going to have to answer questions about Hunter and whether or not he would pardon him and all those things. Is there a possibility that Biden and the family looks at Joe's health, looks at all of the dire reports out there about his political future, and that this is his pathway towards stepping down, pardoning Hunter, riding off into the sunset, and saying it's time for a new era of leadership? So I would say I think that is not impossible but I would bet a lot against it. And here's why. Um, I think, by the way, it, it, okay, so it all hinges on this. What is the level? And this goes back to our initial conversations about this you know, over a year ago now. What kind of charges? Did, I've always thought they might bring something against Hunter, slap on the wrist. Yeah. If it's a slap on the wrist, which I still think is the most likely scenario, there's also the possibility that it's, you know, it's nothing. He paid his fine. That, I think, is getting less likely, I would admit, I think it's becoming too odious, uh, too odorous, maybe, better word, uh, too too filthy, the justice system corruption here of uh, Hunter Biden not getting any punishment for something that, just to be clear, all of you listening to this, if you got millions of dollars into LLCs and didn't pay any tax on it for a period of years, you'd be going to prison. Yes. Okay? I said the other day, I'm a big Wesley Snipes fan. I love Wesley Snipes in the 90s. He spent like four years in federal prison for tax evasion or three years, something like that. So you'd be going to prison. All right. Um, so already there's special treatment. I think the likeliest scenario at this stage is they come forward with, you know, Hunter claims that he had he wasn't of, of sound mind because of the drug usage and he made a mistake. He's paying a fine and he's going to plead to, you know, I, I, don't, I guess I don't know if misdemeanor tax evasion or some kind of. I don't know tax law, so I don't know what this step down would be. But basically, Clay, he pays a fine and says, I'm sorry, and faces no prison time. That's what I think is most likely. To your point, because maybe not. Maybe, the, you know, I was so certain they weren't going to prosecute Hunter last year because Joe was so necessary to the party, right? It was going into the midterm year, and, you know, you, you couldn't, you couldn't, you know, take down the president, the head of the party in that year. But now to your point about if the Democrats don't feel strong enough about whether Joe can win in 2024, that shifts the whole calculus, yes. right? That shifts the whole calculus away. And so if you had Hunter facing prison time, I think the likeliest scenario is that Joe commutes Hunter's sentence, says, I love my son, He's a convicted felon now, but I love my son. I've suffered a lot of family tragedy, and I understand how difficult it is for the American people out there. I know what it is to suffer. He turns it around, and he keeps going. I do not think, even if his son uh, faces prison, that that ends Joe Biden's run in 2024. But we, we, we could go back to the tape if I'm wrong on this one. It's going to be quite a belly flop. So here, here's my analysis of why I feel like something big is coming. The timing on this. If you were going to take out Joe Biden. And politically. 
politically, <laughs> yes, the time that you would want to do it is right now because it would still give you a runway for a competitive primary. And if you look at what's going on right now, the only reason why Joe Biden has a virtually right now uncontested, unless you want to take count Robert F. Kennedy Jr. and Marianne Williamson, but effectively uncontested, DNC's not even allow any uh, any debates, is because Democrats have bought the premise Joe Biden is the only is the most likely candidate to be Trump, right? I mean, that is why Joe Biden's candidacy exists. Not For because sure. of anything he's doing. It's because he is the candidate most likely to be Trump. Well, when the Washington Post comes out with a poll that shows you are six or seven points behind and that over 60% of the American public doesn't believe you are capable of this, and the poll comes out, Buck, the same week that Title 42 is coming undone, and MSNBC and CNN are going to even have to be on the ground down on the border with Friday's looming chaos coming. Imagine a world where Title 42 ends, Buck, and on Friday charges are announced against Hunter. Over the weekend, everybody is saying... Biden may be toast. I mean, I, I'm just, I'm just okay. tossing this out there. So everything you're, I mean, look, everything you're saying logically follows and makes sense in this moment. What I, I see it though as, you know, on, on sort of the opposite side of of this coin. If they were going to have a total mess, you remember? I think it was June before the 2022 primaries. I mean, Democrats looked like they were toast. The crime numbers, the immigration yep. situation, highest inflation 40 years. And then we got closer and closer. And what are they focusing on? January 6th and the threats to our democracy, right? Yeah. A year from now, a year from now, which is really when we're going to be in the height of the general election. Is anyone even going to remember if poor old Hunter Biden had to take a guilty plea to felony tax evasion, and and Joe even had to commute his sentence. It's his only remaining son, right? I mean, who wouldn't do that, Clay? And Title 42 is a mess, but Joe decided, New York Times, you saw it. I know you saw it because you read the New York Times every day. Biden can't avoid. It's not his fault. He can't avoid the Trump immigration policies. He's going to start moving in that direction, right? If the election were in September... Um, you know, some of this would hold together more, though, of course, then you couldn't really switch out your candidates. I think the calcul you're thinking the calculation, correct me if I'm wrong, is if you got to pull your if you got to pull the quarterback, you got to pull them right now. Yes, I'm thinking they view this as not even halftime and they'll you know, by the time they've paid off the refs and done all the swindling and cheating they can do by the end of the fourth quarter, they're not worried about it. But, you know, well, I could be wrong. And here's my timing also. This allows you to have a primary. If something happens in 24, Kamala is the choice. Kamala is a far worse choice than Biden, which means once they get to 24, barring some sort of tremendous health issue, Biden's their guy. But right now, relatively limited window over the next three months or so, they could come out and they could metaphorically Nancy Kerrigan his knees, right? Tanya Harding, remember back in the day, Tanya Harding, Jeff Galuli, they come out of nowhere. I'm just wondering whether big DNC, big Dem power is looking around and saying, uh-oh, Biden might get trounced 
it might be time to go for the relief pitcher. Most cell phone offers come with a hook in the overall offer. Starts out great. Then comes the hefty activation fees, four-line requirements, binding contracts that never ends. Only Pure Talk will give you a truly free 5G Samsung Galaxy phone without a catch. Just sign up for Pure Talk's unlimited talk, unlimited text, and unlimited data plan with mobile hotspot for just 55 bucks a month. Get that 5G Samsung Galaxy for free. That's right. Unlimited everything at a fraction of the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. And here's another thing. You'll be on America's most dependable 5G network. Make the switch to Pure Talk, the wireless company we're proud to stand behind because they're proud to stand behind us. Just dial pound 250, say Clay and Buck, and you'll get a free Samsung Galaxy when you sign up for unlimited talk, text, and unlimited data. Again, Dial pound 250, say Clay and Buck, switch to Pure Talk today. Pure Talk, wireless for Americans, by Americans. He's Buck Sexton. He's Clay Travis. Together, they're breathing sanity into an insane world. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart heart app and search the armstrong and getty show to start listening more than a movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast and this time with a lot more movies i'm your host alex fumero and each week i'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies from the godfather andy garcia he has the smarts of Vito, the temper of sunny the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? It look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Clay and Buck. We want to hear from you. What do you think about 
Are they going to pull Biden as the quarterback, so to speak, or is it early in the game and they figure a couple of fumbles now might as well get it out of the way? 800-282-2882. So this is basically a will Biden be the eventual Democrat nominee? Not asking who's going to win the election. We're asking who's going to be the Democrat nominee. I think pretty much no matter what, it's still Joe Clay thinks uh, it's getting a little getting a little shaky. This 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 QB is dropped the, it. The the bullpen, and for those of you who are baseball fans, the manager in the dugout has picked up the phone and he's starting to let it be known that we might need to get some arms loose. Yeah, just and yeah. not sure you're going to replace him, but just getting some arms loose in the bullpen right now. Now they've been releasing, and this is this is uh, something just by way of full disclosure. Uh, Clay and I both like Tucker and no Tucker personally, so I'm not pretending to be unbiased with all this stuff, um, but. Everything they release about him, I'm like, oh yeah, like, I just think this is Tucker being Tucker. A lot of it makes him seem really relatable and, and even funny and charming. Um, but anyway, there's a new leak out and this one was interesting. Has to do with pronouns in bio. Play 13. I was like, she's got a lot of liberals working over there and, you know, they see this as war. And we're the main force on the other side. And like, that's crazy. If you've got pronouns in your Twitter bio, you shouldn't work here because we can't trust you because you're on the other side. And she goes, well, who? And I said, I'm not going to name names because I don't know who did it. And I'm definitely not going to cast dispersions on someone unfairly. Just because you're liberal doesn't mean you did this. It does mean you shouldn't work here. Clay, um, the pronouns and bio thing, if you're working in an openly conservative venture, in any capacity, or if you are an open conservative in your business, is is pronouns and bio a concern? I would immediately refuse to hire anybody who had a resume that had a pronoun in the resume. I've run a media business before. I just, I it's it to me is the Trojan horse. I'm not letting you in my business. I think Tucker's 100% right there. We'll get into this. And also, is, is Fetterman the second coming of Churchill? There's a reason why we're asking that question. You need to hear it. You also need to hear about my pillow and the my slippers. Their closeout sale has been extended another week. I got the my slippers on my feet right now as I'm doing this show. They're amazing. Carrie wears them all the time. We wear them all over the house. I've got an indoor pair and an outdoor pair now, so I'm a little my slippers spoiled. I love them. They're regularly priced at $149.98, but guess what? Right now, $25 a pair. I just bought a pair recently for myself because the price is so good, so that's why I've got the two. It's $120 savings. You'll love these slippers. Everybody, husband, wife, all of you, you need them. Get pairs for yourself, pairs for your kids. Go online to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, and then use promo code Clay and Buck. You'll get the slippers for $25 a pair, or you can call them right now, 800-792-3269. Get them my slippers for 25 bucks. 800-792-3269. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. I mentioned the poll that we put up yesterday, by the way. Ended basically in a dead heat 50-50 over whether people believe that Biden will be the nominee or not. Uh, and we have started off the show talking about Hunter and some of the implications. We should also mention uh, the implications that could come if Hunter is charged. We should also mention we are scheduled to be joined tomorrow at 2 o'clock uh, Eastern in the third hour of the program by the New York Post Miranda Devine, who broke so much of the Hunter Biden laptop stories in the first place. The White House has barred the New York Post, at least they did yesterday, from being able to cover public events at the White House. Very uh, troubling 
But also, Buck, makes me think that they know something is coming. Why would you ban the New York Post from covering an event with you and Mayor Pete unless you're trying to set the precedent of you can't trust the New York Post, they aren't a viable, honest news organization, just something for many of you to be thinking about uh, in the back of your minds. And some of you may be of the opinion that none of this matters because there is such a complete and total commitment to the team to the cause, that it doesn't really matter what Joe Biden does. It doesn't matter what Hunter Biden does. It doesn't even matter if Joe Biden can speak or even barely stand. Democrats will still vote for him because that's what they did for John Fetterman in Pennsylvania. Fetterman was, was this Joe Scarborough buck who's interviewing Fetterman? A true uh, meeting of the minds here. Elite journalism going on. Big J journalism, as we like to say. Big J journalism from Joe Scarborough sitting down with uh, John Fetterman, who can barely speak. And, of course, Joe Scarborough compares Fetterman to Abraham Lincoln and to Winston Churchill. As anyone would, Clay. As anyone would. How could you not immediately think of uh, of these three names in conjunction? Lincoln, Churchill, Fetterman. They just roll off the tongue. Listen. You get inspiration from people like Lincoln and Churchill who struggle with depression yeah. their whole lives and yet fought through it and changed the world. I would say there's almost kind of like a nobility to it. Like what are suffering, you know, there's some nobility to that or, you know, and I, so maybe something, it, 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 it toughens you up or whatever, but, <laughs> but it, it didn't toughen me up. You know, in fact, it, 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 it nearly ruined me. And I know it put my, my family through a lot of pain. Okay. I'm not going to take a shot at him for the depression, right? Uh, I, I think there are lots of men out there who don't get mental health treatment, I would encourage people to do it. But the idea that Fetterman is in any way, in any remote possibility, similar to Lincoln and Churchill, two of the greatest orators and minds that have ever represented Western democracies, is just such shameless shilling on behalf of Joe Scarborough that I, 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 it, it, Scarborough makes me sick, right? Because we know that he's a clown. He talked about how the reason he got COVID was because he had gotten his eighth COVID shot. He just believes and is willing to carry water for whatever the elite members of media believe. And this is a perfect example of yeah, that. Yeah. Well, look, his, his whole MO is to tell, um, liberal elitists what they want to hear and that's what that's the only way to drive any kind of ratings that msnbc and the morning show have always been small by the way what they've done is they've always sold it as you know that show reaches elite audience i think is starbucks a sponsor on that show and i'm being serious i mean they've had on morning joe very big sponsors with the idea that liberal elitists basically the people who want to tell you the subway is safe in new york who never ride the subway they take you know black cars uh you know uber black or they take uh you know chauffeured service or maybe even take a helicopter back and forth to the hamptons they watch morning joe and so they that's the whole thing they have they have joe and mika sitting there representing or reflecting back to them 
the elitist delusional reality that they want for people who live their lives rooted in the hypocrisy that is central. I mean, to be a leftist, a true leftist today who is rich, you have to be a hypocrite. You have to be a hypocrite, whether it's on climate change or social justice in the streets or the way that our our uh, our economic system works. You have to want other things for other people than what you want for yourself. And so Morning Joe is the safe space for that. It's where hypocrisy goes to get high fives. And what that's that's well said. I would also add this. What is, I think, particularly distrustful about the way that Joe Scarborough speaks is he claims that he represents the forgotten guy, the forgotten woman. Like he is uh, the, the panhandle of Florida representative for MSNBC. And yet he is in no way reflective of what people who live in the panhandle of Florida think. And I spend a lot Wait, of time he, down he there, hasn't Rock, been, so I know these people well. To be fair, he hasn't been, it's been like 20, 30 years since he was a congressman. Oh. Like a very long. I mean, he I, hasn't pretended, that guy hasn't set foot in the panhandle for any professional reason in a long time. Yeah, I, I, I appreciate that. But he still claims to be a big Alabama football fan and like, oh, I'm really down with the SEC football culture and stuff like that. I mean, that is his, at least was his entry point. How long, he, how long's it been? Uh, he left in 2001. So it's been 20, 20 some odd years. 20, okay. So two years. Isn't in any way representative of what the people in the panhandle are like. And and I love the people, if you're listening to us right now in the panhandle of Florida, I love all of you. I think it's one of the best places in uh, in all of the United States. It's kind of the capital of the SEC, uh, the, not the Securities and Exchange Commission, for those of you out there on the coast, uh, the Southeastern Conference, where everybody in the South goes to the beach, uh, used to be called still somewhat fondly, I think is at times the redneck Riviera because the beaches are beautiful, but it's easy to get down there from cities like where I'm from, Nashville, Birmingham, Atlanta. Uh, a lot of you listening to us right now from Houston and Texas where there aren't great beaches, New Orleans, Baton Rouge, like all that area. Everybody kind of comes and they stay. Uh, on those beaches, right? That is the SEC's beaches. Um, and so this guy claiming that he's a voice for that community is 100% a lie. And you you raised another interesting point. We need to have our staff just pay attention to how many brands advertise on Morning Joe uh, that are, I mean, that is a super left-wing propaganda network, and that's a super left-wing propaganda show. Yet, virtually every brand in America is fine with Joe Scarborough coming out and saying, the reason I got COVID is because I didn't get my eighth COVID booster shot. I mean, the guy is a clown, and he's an embarrassment. And to compare Fetterman in any way to Lincoln and Churchill is just so laughably absurd that when I saw this, Buck, that you shared it, I was like, this is too perfect. Starbucks pays for, for product placement. Starbucks pays that show of of hypocritical leftist phonies they're not actual leftists but they just say this stuff they say this stuff so the blm activists will be like okay you know they're 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 uh mouthing the preferred slogans here on tv right they're saying they're they're giving lip service to these issues um but yeah no it's it's kind of funny i mean whenever someone tells me they like morning joe it's it's a little bit like when someone sends me their resume and it has pronouns in it. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm like, ooh, 
I don't know. We about need to start that. our own coffee company. We need to look into that. So many loser coffee companies out it's there. An interesting idea. Clay. Ideas. This is yeah. an interesting idea. Uh, you've probably heard or seen CEO Howard Mackler of Innovation Refunds and GetRefunds.com explain how they've helped so many small businesses with their ERC tax refunds. Innovation Refunds has already completed over 17,000 returns for many kinds of businesses just like yours. Construction, retail, restaurants, bars, hotels, so many more. Some small business owners out there have been told by their CPAs they wouldn't qualify because their business didn't lose money during COVID. Has that happened to you? If so, it may be worth getting a second opinion from Innovation Refunds. Go to GetRefunds.com to start the process in 10 minutes or less you could be on your way to receiving money for your business. No upfront charges. These guys at GetRefunds.com don't get paid unless you get paid. They've already helped clients claim over $5 billion in payroll tax refunds through the ERC. They may be able to help your business too. Here's how you do it. Go to GetRefunds.com or download the app from the App Store. The app is new, easy to use. Get refunds. Sunday Hang with Clay and Buck, a new podcast. Find it on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go, like, how do I detach from my this idea of, what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know... Okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Welcome back to Clay and Buck, my friends. Appreciate you rolling with us. And uh, we've got a lot coming up in the next hour. We've obviously got more information last 24 hours uh, about that shooting in Allen, Texas. And uh, the the answer that we're getting from, first of all, there's a lot of back and forth over with what is verified versus what is circulating on social media. Apparently, some news outlets have gone with the wrong photo of the shooter. I mean, real mistakes you really don't want to make um so there's a lot of stuff floating around we want to try to sift through what is verified what is real um but at this stage what we know is uh because this has been reported on multiple places and i believe law enforcement has confirmed this as well um the shooter what is was a hispanic male he did have um immigrant parents who don't speak english but did have a uh a component of his ideology that was Nazi related. So they're still saying that we have a white supremacist Hispanic mass shooter. Um, and Clay even sent me yesterday, was it Axios had that story, the rise of white supremacist Hispanics, right? Isn't that yes. the, which I, you know, oh, so we'll, we'll talk about this. I mean, it is also, I'll put this out there because, you know, I did terrorism analysis professionally for years. Um, it is possible to just be a psychopath with no coherent ideology whatsoever, who just anything that is hateful and destructive, they glom onto. There's not a real coherent political motivation to anything. That is also a thing that is actually quite common for um, mass shooters or, or even uh, terrorists. But we'll get into some more of that coming up here in a few minutes. Um, you know, uh, Clay, what's your what's your take? This is a hard turn. Into, what is your take on on Bill Gates. I, I it's it's an interesting point. It's an interesting question. Uh, I was thinking about him only in the context yesterday. We got a lot of funny responses about who's the worst guy to get choked out by, um, and a lot of people were like, "If you get choked out by Bill Gates, well, that I would be initi- worse than Zuckerberg." To be fair, I that think it would be worse. worse than Zuckerberg. Just by the way, no shame and- in if Jeff Bezos chokes you out. Current Jeff Bezos, no shame in that game. <laughs> Bezos can bench 600 pounds now based on the biceps he's got and the drugs that he's on. Um, by the way, testosterone drugs. I don't know uh, what else. I don't want to suddenly get into a battle of illegal resources with Jeff Bezos over drug use um, or, for that matter, bicep use. Um, but uh, I think I used to be a fan of Bill Gates in the context of I'm a fan of capitalism, and what he built at Microsoft was a very successful business. But I almost don't think of him now in any way as a capitalist. And now he sort of seems like a creepy old dude that's connected aggressively to COVID shots and the vaccination and 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 everything else. And and Jeffrey Epstein. And and Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, And his own wife left him based on some of the revelations. And the whole Epstein thing, I think, the only thing I can that that makes any sense to me about the Jeffrey Epstein story, and there have been continuing revelations in the Wall Street Journal over the past few days about the relationships that Epstein kept after he had pled guilty to uh, inappropriate relationships with underage girls, if I remember correctly, back in like 2008, He still had entree to a lot of very powerful people in all walks of life. One of them was Bill Gates, who he seemed to have a really good relationship with. The only thing that makes sense to me, Buck, is that 
the Jeffrey Epstein was in some way an asset of the CIA, of the FBI, and that's why we've never really gotten a full disclosure of what went on there, how he got super wealthy, and all the relationships that he had. It's kind of like uh, Jack Nicholson in The Departed when you find out at the end that Jack Nicholson is actually a federal informant. Remember that? That was uh, one of the better revelations in that movie. I brought up Bill Gates. So, yes, he. Um, I think that the Gates Foundation is um, creepy and, and in some ways frightening. And the eat bugs thing. I mean, I could sit here and go into a lot of criticism over Bill Gates uh, that I think he very much deserves. I think he can often be a he was certainly a malign force on vaccines. I don't like I am not pro Bill Gates. Yes, I thought this is interesting. Nuclear energy, though, if we do it right and climate goals here, play this clip, play 11. Why are you so committed to nuclear energy? Well, nuclear energy, if we do it right, will help us solve our climate goals. What do you say to the critics who say it's expensive? There are the safety and security issues, and then there's the issue of radioactive waste, which lasts thousands of years. Yes, today's plants are way too expensive. The economic challenge, you know, we just have to change. We've solved all the uh, areas where there have been safety challenges. And we have dramatically less waste, but every one of those areas you mentioned, there are valid concerns that TerraPower has to show that, that we've solved. Okay, so I, I bring this up, Clay, because I actually uh, went was in China a few years ago, uh, you know, doing on a business on a business trip, um, and I, I spent some time. I remember on a on a riding around on a bus there with a guy who was a nuclear energy expert, and I was fascinated by this nuclear energy. If we were serious about all this stuff, if we're serious about CO2 emissions, we're serious about climate change, is the answer. It is so clearly the answer that it actually terrifies these uh, these green groups and all the rest of it because they don't really think that the world's going to melt from CO2. They want lots of control over your life. They want to do all the social engineering of who gets their energy from where and how much climate impact are you allowed to have and how do we send money around the world through a kind of global Marxism because of climate. Nuclear energy would, and, and they've completely destroyed the industry in this country largely because of fears that are unfounded. This is the, this is the fix and the climate environment doesn't work because you can't, you can't go around and have Greta yell at people and call them monsters if you fix the problem. The whole point is to have little imbecile Greta yelling at adults about how trillions of dollars of economic output should go. I saw a great meme on this, and I do think nuclear energy is wildly underused. And Three Mile Island and Chernobyl and all these other stories immediately come to people's uh, minds because it has been created as this vastly more dangerous form of energy production than it is. Uh, but I was uh, I saw a meme where it was like the feeling you have when your paper straw, straw crumbles as you attempt to have your morning coffee and you simultaneously see a story about a super rich celebrity on their private jet uh, traveling for climate change related issues. I think what many people out there recognize and feel is that this entire Green New Deal concept is the biggest ball of baloney that any of us have had to deal with in our lives and that all the things we're doing that supposedly make a big difference like recycling for instance oh i hate does it does nothing at all to help our planet hey everyone just in case you don't know recycling is a scam 
More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 